York Giants lose to the Detroit Lions 31-18. And this was an ugly one. Really ugly one at the Meadowlands for the Giants. They dropped the 7-3. This was a big loss in more ways than one. There was a lot that came out of this game that is problematic for the future. The first thing that stands out to me, I need to talk about it. The first thing is, and I said it last week. I said it last week. And whenever it was initially thought about, Adore Jackson returning punts is... Look, I'm not going to say it's a fireable offense that's taking it too far. And Brian Dayball has done a very nice job this year. And, and I think he's the one that this blame needs to go... It needs to be directed at. Although it's probably more than just him. And he's the one making that final call. How do you have Adore Jackson returning punts? He's way too important. The risk is so much more than the reward. It's not even close. It isn't even fucking close. How, how do you possibly put him in harm's way? Put the team... Like, their success is now in jeopardy. Adore Jackson is so important to that defense. Arguably the most important player to that defense. Especially when you consider the personnel and what you have behind him. And also when you consider, like, Xavier McKinney's already out in the secondary. And there were more injuries. Well, there was a boatload of them today. Today might, unfortunately, be that turning point. It just, I'm sorry, it might be. Where you go from 7-2 and two to potentially not even making the playoffs. And it brings you back to maybe where... The initial thoughts were before the season started. And it's not, look, I'm very, I want this team to make the playoffs. I think it would be meaningful. It would be a great accomplishment. But that, it's not going to be easy now. And Detroit was the better team today. Point blank. Was the officiating great, especially in the first half? No, not really. But the Giants made a lot of mistakes today. There was a lot of injuries as well. Like I said, the the Dory Jackson one, I, I, it still frustrates me. It, it, now, and this is, I'm recording this, you know, hours after the game had ended. And the Adore, it just, you knew, and it turned out, nothing's official, but there's reports that it's an MCL injury that will be a three to five week injury. Now, uh, that's the timetable. I don't know exactly. It's probably, I bet you that's somewhat accurate. Maybe it'll be a little bit better than that. I'm not sure, but you have really big games coming up here, and he will not be a part of that, and that's a major problem. Just how could you have theoretically smart people, smart football people, that thought, yeah, this is a good idea. We, we want to have our one of our best defensive players, but let's put him in a situation. He's an injury-prone player to begin with, but that's not even the point. But he's been healthy all year. This is someone that gets hurt a lot. And being a punt returner, that's a position where injury could very well happen. And it did. And it did. And and, and then Richie James ends up returning punts anyway. So, so you know, if, if you're going to... Richie James clearly was in the doghouse punt returner-wise, which made sense. But what I found interesting was last week, it was a combination of Adore Jackson and Richie James. So either completely forget about Richie James or use him. Like, what are we doing there? Just awful. Really, really bad. Wondell Robinson also gets hurt. And that looked like a, to honestly, it looked like a season-ending injury to me. It really did. You know, maybe that'll be another situation where maybe it's more MCL-related, but it did not look good. And Wandale was 9 for 100. Now, look, some of these statistics were aided by the fact the Giants were trailing most of this game. 
Daniel Jones threw for 341 yards, but this was not one of Daniel Jones' better games. He had a really, really sort of game-changing, and for me, really, mentally, the Adore Jackson injury kind of felt like what turned this around, but in reality, Daniel Jones throws an interception where Aiden Hutchinson was a little bit sly in the fact that he, you know, he went back in coverage, but Jones, it was in Daniel Jones' line of sight. This was not... It wasn't a good interception. Like it was that's a bad job on Jones's part. It is, as much as you know, Hutchinson does a little bit of credit for that. And in watching some Detroit Lions games, he's done. He's made plays like that. Look, there's a reason why he was picked as high as he was. But it, bad job by Jones there. There was another interception as well. That was on a fourth down, but the throw was bad. Like it wasn't consequential as much as that first one was. So, you know, turnovers were 3 not were 3 nothing in the Lions' favor. That kills you. And no sacks for the Giants. Jared Goff had all day to throw. Not, not as if Goff had to do much, but the running game worked really well for the Lions, and the Giants could not run at all. At all. Saquon Barkley, 15 carries, 22 yards. I mean, his longest run was four yards. That's crazy. Dale Jones got involved a little bit in the run game today, which was good to see. I, I hope to see that more often. But it didn't matter. Uh, sloppy as well. A lot of penalties on the Giants. And again, some of those were questionable, but some of them were legitimately their fault. Just a bad game all the way around. It really was. I like, And it sucks because I wanted to just get through this game with the win. And of course, healthy, but with the win. And then you go into kind of the gauntlet of the schedule. And all you really needed from there was maybe one at most two wins. And now... And you know who's a key team in terms of the playoff picture is the Washington Commanders. Washington, and I now feel foolish, but at the time it made some sense. And look, for a Giant fan, you're always going to be, I shouldn't say always, but in the last 20 plus years, you know, 20 to 25 years, you're going to be more anti-Eagle than anti-Washington. And so it was kind of fun to see Washington beat the Eagles, but that might have been very detrimental to the Giants' playoff chances. Absolutely. So that, to me, I look at that game and Washington winning that game, that may have turned the tide. And so we'll get to it when the Washington games happen, which is soon. But those are going to be key games. This was a bad day for the Giants. Washington beat the Texans. The Eagles beat the Colts in a close game. And, it, you know, it, it reminded me of Washington versus the Colts a few weeks ago in Indy. And the Eagles got the win. It wasn't pretty, but they won it. And then the Cowboys absolutely laid a smackdown on the Minnesota Vikings, 40-3. to Yeah. And that's who the Giants are going to be facing on Thanksgiving. Good luck. Good luck. I mean, look, I, the Giants have been gritty all year, and I would expect them to do, you know, to clean up some of the mistakes, but it's tough from a personnel standpoint. The Giants are just walking wounded. It's it's a bad one. This one, this one hurts. It's out of the three losses, this one was the ugliest by far and probably the most disheartening. The Cowboy one hurt for different reasons at the time. It was a divisional game versus a rival. Uh, it felt like one in which the Giants could have won, but the, the Giants really, they've made the most of their situation. Being 7-3 and three is, is fortunate in the sense that the Giants have won a lot of close games. The most lopsided games are the ones that the Giants have lost. But this is bad. And Detroit's been good lately, and I wouldn't be surprised to see Detroit win some more games, not on Thanksgiving versus Buffalo. I, I don't think they will. Maybe they'll be competitive. But, you know, you talk about the Giants not scoring 30 points. And the Lions seem to score 30 points regularly. Like the Giant offense, it just, there's no excuse to only get 18 points. Graham Gadot had a tough game too. 
The win was a factor, and Graham Gano was not good today. It was all around bad. And and quite honestly, it was a bit of an embarrassing. I, I'm going to go as far as say it was an embarrassing performance from the Giants. Even I know they have absolutely gone way past expectation, but still, got to call it as I see it. So, in this game, saw the return of Shane Lemieux, and that did not go well. I don't. I would not expect to see a whole lot of Shane Lemieux by choice anymore. You might be forced into it, but you know Josh Azudu's probably. Hey, look, Azudu was a third round pick this year. Why are we giving Shane Lemieux, who was a fifth round pick a few years ago, a chance there? I, I just don't understand. I know Azudu was hurt, but to me, that felt like it wasn't an injury related decision, and it was a bad decision. Lemieux was not good. Now John Feliciano is has a neck injury. So Nick Gates, that kind of makes sense to get Nick Gates back in the, at center. I'm curious to see how that goes because Gates was a pretty good center back in 2020. So that could be interesting. And we'll just see what happens. When Ben, Bre- when ben Bredesen comes back, you almost got to get him in there. He had been playing fairly well before he, not amazing, but fairly well. And you got to want like Mark Lewinsky, you know, could his playing time be in jeopardy? Not yet, but we might reach a point where it is. And then Tyree Phillips, right tackle, left the game with an injury as well. So Matt Peart came in, and that didn't really go well either, and you kind of wouldn't expect that it would. Maybe Evan Neal returns soon, although Thursday's a quick turnaround. I'm just I'm not confident. It's possible. Maybe Neal is back Thursday. But, yeah, Giants offensive line you know, had struggles, definitely. And so this game starts off not great very early, but it did get better. Uh, the, the Giants, they go – Three and out to start. And that was a bad sign, but it was, you know, Saquon negative three yards. And there, there was a Saquon reception in there. And then, and then Jones got sacked and the Giants punted it away. And the Giants almost had a three and out. Almost had a three and out. But uh, actually, that's not a true statement because Jamal Williams had a 12 yard run to start the drive. But then after that, there's a third and eight. And it's an incomplete pass by Goff, but O'Shane Zimenez is called for roughing the passer, and it's the right call. And it's a bad job by Zimenez, and it cost the Giants three points. It did. So Zimenez, the, the drive should have been over. It extends, and it was a sign of things to come. The Giants just were not playing a disciplined game. A lot of penalties, just a bad, bad game for the New York Giants. And so eventually it leads to – and they'll give the Giants defense credit at that point. They, they held the Lions to a field goal, 24-yarder for Michael Badgley. And then the Giants put up their best drive of the day. I know that there was another touchdown drive in there, or at least 18. There was, yeah, another. How many touchdowns did the Giants have today? They had three. But th- this one, because at this point in the game, the Giants were still very much in it. And it was a good a good drive. As Darius Slayton had a 17-yard catch, Lawrence Cager with a seven-yard reception, they went for it on fourth and one and got it on a end around play with Matt Breida. Breida was was good, and, and, and honestly, I, I like what he's done. It's been limited playing time, but for what he's been, I, I like him as a backup. I mean, if Saquon ever got hurt, he's not really the type of guy that can kind of like give you that true starter's workload. But for what he is, he's been solid. There's a big play to Matt Breida, a 16 yard catch that gets the Giants close to the red zone. Then Wandell Robinson, an 18 yard catch. Eventually, it's a Daniel Jones three yard rushing touchdown. A, ni- a nice design play, a really nice drive for the Giants. But unfortunately, Graham Gano's kick is blocked. It was deflected and it was no good. And again, just like, but 
not to say, look, the Giants could have still easily won that game. We wouldn't be talking about some of these little things. But, it, it, you know, today did have an eerie feel to it. But, anyway, Giants defense uh, does a pretty good job where you get a punt. And, you know, this is going in – this is – going from the and there was a, a big third down conversion there which a long one so the giants have been better when it came, comes to third and shorts than third and longs third and longs have been a bit of a problem for the giants and today the defense was not great when it came to third downs you know the red zone defense and third down defense which has been good for the giants this season it wasn't great today but they would punt and this is where Adore jackson gets hurt so they would punt it away, and the Giants, it's a three-yard return for Jackson, and, and he, he gets injured. It is, it, it is, if he got hurt as a cornerback, you you accept it. Look, that's part, it sucks. It'd be a problem. We talk about it, but you have no one to blame for that. This is just a terribly, terribly poor job by Brian Dayball to allow that to happen. Inexcusable. So the Giants get the ball back. And they would get a couple of first downs. But unfortunately, an, an eligible man downfield penalty on, on Glowinski really you know, stopped the drive. And, and that was kind of a ticky-tack call. We've seen that this year. But I've, I've also seen it was a play that it was not designed to be as it was. And so it's understandable why it happened. But he really barely went past. He really, he barely went further than he should have, but they call it, it leads to a punt. And so Detroit has bad field position, and to make it better, they do go three and out. They do go three and out, but a very good punt, a very good punt. Richie James returns it, but a, a, you know, a nice punt by Fox of the Lions. So the Giants start at their own twenty-seven. And on a second and six, after Saquon's best run of the day, a four-yard run, Daniel Jones throws an interception Aiden Hutchinson. Uh, and it's returned 20 yards to the Giant 18. That was that was a game changer. And the Giants have been so good at the games where the Giants have lost have been where there have been turnovers. At least in the case of, I mean, the Seahawks game with the Richie James fumbles. And then here with Daniel Jones, that is a such a killer of an interception. And what happens? The Lions go down and they score a touchdown. And it's finished off by Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams, first of his three touchdowns today, makes it 10 to 6 Detroit. Then the Giants, they get the ball back. They move the ball a little bit, but it ends up in a situation. And, and look, Wandell Robinson, maybe there could have been a pass interference call uh, against the Lions. They don't call it on a third and five at the 43. Gillen punts it away. Really bad punt by Jamie Gillen. He has not been great lately. And I know weather's a factor, and he's got a nice leg, but Gillen has, has struggled, and he did there. And the Lions go down, march down the field on a, on a very quick, really quick, seven-play, 68-yard drive, a minute and 25 seconds. So they get the ball that with 219, and they easily get down there. And this includes... A 32-yard catch to Amon Ross St. Brown, one of the big plays for the Lions today. And look, there was a first and 20 where St. Brown 14-yard catch, then a four-yard run for Justin Jackson. Giants call timeout. And Brock Wright, it's a it's a key third and two at the five, and they get a four-yard gain. And eventually they punch it in, first and goal at the one. And then at the end of the half, Dayball again, 
it's been really bad. Dayball's play calling and just clock management in the half has been really, really questionable. We haven't really spoken about that much because it hasn't really been a major factor, but really bad. I don't even want, I mean, there's nothing to get into specifically there. It, it ends up that they don't get points, but just, it, it was ugly. And so you, you're not feeling good about things, but, and Detroit gets the ball to start the second half, but, you know, maybe they can turn things around quickly. No, not at all. Detroit easily drives down the field. They they started out with good field position as well. Not a great kick by Graham Gano. And, you know, it was a pretty consistent drive. Justin Jackson getting involved in the run game for Detroit. DeAndre Swift as well. It ends up in your one-yard touchdown for Jamal Williams. Scores again. His third touchdown of the game. And so at that point, it's looking bleak. It's 24 to 6. And to make matters worse, the Giants, Daniel Jones would throw an interception. Giants were moving the ball a little bit. And again, this Detroit defense is awful. It's inexcusable. To score only 18 points against Detroit is inexcusable. Really, really is. I understand you might give up points, especially when Adore Jackson gets hurt, especially when Fabian Moreau gets hurt. Leonard Williams is banged up at one point, but he was in there. You know, Williams and, and Lawrence, not as much of a factor today. And there was no pass rush. And I, I have to say, Jalen Smith and Micah McFadden, whoa, that, that is bad. That is a really bad. Jalen Smith is just, there's a reason why he was released by the Cowboys. There's a reason why, you know, he's been on the scrap heap. And Micah McFadden, I'm sorry. I look at a guy that just, he doesn't look that athletic. Very slow. I, I don't think Micah McFadden is someone who is really going to have that bright of a future. That's just how I see that. So Jones gets picked off and it was a bad throw. It was a fourth down and, you know, it's essentially, although there was a good return. So if he had been taken down where he intercepted it, you then, all right, it's kind of like some, like a bad punt, but he ends up returning it uh, even further than where the play began. And at that point, you're already down 24 to six anyway, but Jones throws an interception. Joseph brings it back to the giant 41, but the giants actually do stop them right there. And, and they're forced to punt giants have bad field position. You know, you, you get some slate in action, Wondell Robinson, Hodgins as well. And the giants get the ball to midfield, but it completely stole out at that point. They punt. And it's like, why are you even punting at this point? You might as well go for it. You're down by 18 late in the third quarter, but they punted away. And I guess it kind of works out because Detroit goes three and out. So the giants start out with, I guess, okay field position. And we head into the fourth quarter. Jones gets involved run wise. Wondell Robinson. They're really, I mean, it's a shame that Wondell Robinson was really involved and gets hurt eventually. But it ends up in a Matt Breida touchdown. First of all, the three of the Giants, there's some life. But, and they miss the PAT. So, you know, it goes wide. Or did, was that the one that no, actually, I don't know if the upright. Either way, it's missed. 24 to 12. So that makes things a little bit more difficult. You would have needed two scores, but now you need two touchdowns. Giants defense, while it does give up a first down to Khalif Raymond, it does, it does get the ball back. So the Giants are down 12 with the ball, 8.45 left. All right, like we've seen the Giants pull off some crazy stuff this year. And the Giants do get a 20-yard catch by Isaiah Hodgins. So now it's first and 10 at the 35, but unfortunately Hodgins after that catch, and also I should say this, Kenny Galladay had a couple of receptions today, which there was kind of, I, I kind of took it as mock cheers from the crowd. So Galladay with a couple of catches against his former team, but Hodgins with a fumble. 
It's a fumble. It's a two-yard catch and a fumble. It's recovered by Aiden Hutchinson. And that's it right there. So the Giants, any chance that they had was completely done at that point. And the Lions easily go down. And they take a 31-12 lead. It's a DeAndre Swift four-yard touchdown. The Giants then, in a situation where the game is basically over, they do get a touchdown. Richie James gets involved after Wondell Robinson got hurt earlier on. Uh, Wondell Robinson of the game, so Richie James took over in the slot. He ends up getting a nine-yard touchdown catch. The two-point conversion, unsuccessful. Not a perfect throw by Jones, but a, but a pass that Lawrence Cager should have caught. Cager with the drop. It was just one of those days. And Giants onside kick, unsuccessful. This ends up in a in a Detroit 31-18 victory. So, just not good. Really an ugly day at MetLife Stadium for the Giants. Scoreboard didn't work in their favor either. And it's tough. Like, you really could see things unraveling just because... Again, personnel is thinning out. I still, as much as, look, as much as I'm upset with Dable, I, I do trust that the game plan and the coaching will be there, scheme-wise and everything like that. Like, for the most part, they they will, put, you know, keep themselves competitive, but it is tough. It is tough. And now, sites for me are now, unfortunately, I was, you know, kind of, it was a pipe dream, but I was hoping for the NFC East. Now, I, you have to put that to rest, realistically. Now, look, if you beat the Cowboys, then that's back on. Like, I'll absolutely gladly admit that. If you beat the Cowboys in Thanksgiving, that conversation is back in play. However, now it's more about making the playoffs, and Washington's a very key team in this. That's the one that I look at right now. That's who the Giants face after the Cowboys. So if they do lose a Dallas game, and we'll keep it Dallas concentrated, but, like, that's the key team. And maybe I'm losing sight of the big picture, because... It's about development. Like, it was never about making the playoffs, but you get so close. It's just Giants haven't been there in a while, and and that's still within their grasp, but there's going to be some key games. A lot of divisional games coming up here. It's a sour taste to sort of begin that. I'm fearful of what some of these injury diagnoses, you know, what the prognosis is going to be on some of these. Doesn't sound good for some of It didn't look good. Doesn't sound good. And we'll see how the Giants do on Thanksgiving. So where I was initially really looking forward to that game, it's not as much now. I mean, when it starts, the excitement will build back up and the hope will be there. But if I'm being realistic about it, I don't think the the Giants match up well against the Cowboys to begin with. So this is going to be tough. But it'd be amazing to win it. I'd be thrilled. I I think that this will be, a very, of course, a very motivated Giants team. Cowboys are coming off a really big win. They might be feeling, maybe they'll be feeling a little bit too good about themselves. They'll be confident, but I think the Giants can give Dallas a game, but when push comes to shove, it's going to be difficult. But we'll see what happens. Again, Giants with a really, really bad loss. They lose 31-18, to and I still cannot stop thinking about Adore Jackson returning punts. It's just, it's mind-boggling. 